Your fever is high and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on while she's sneezing, coughing, and aching, doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us. Trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues and teas to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect coworker. Worker of yours. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Obviously, there are a lot of reporters who are working their police contacts and otherwise trying to get um, more context as to the scope of these allegations. Um, what is specifically alleged to have occurred in uh, Owings Mills? Uh, what then led to a co-investigation now going on in Massachusetts? Um, and we heard there from Steve Bashotti talking about what teams try to do to gather information and, and continuing to ask themselves pointed questions about did they really do everything within their realm to find out the specifics of the Ray Rice case. Now, obviously with Zay Flowers, this isn't taking place in a casino. Um, I don't know about the specter of videotape one way or the other, but it speaks to the resources these teams have to garner information and conduct their own investigations and draw their own conclusions um, as to what may or may not have taken place. And they have excessive resources and they have uh, their own security people, their own former law enforcement people uh, who have their own networks of informants or, or contacts throughout law enforcement nationwide and NFL security as a whole will work together. Individual team branches, the league office itself in a case like this to try to gather information as well. So there's going to be, you know, multiple layers to this. What exactly happened here to the best that can be determined by independent law enforcement and NFL security when it occurred how quickly did the Ravens know? What did the Ravens know when? And then obviously there'll be a court of public opinion as to how they've handled that internally. Um, whether there should have been any uh, punitive matters taken by the team before that player played another game. Like there's, there is a lot that people um, are going to want to know, obviously about a situation like this. Um, and it's just, it is, I just keep going back to, could you imagine if the Ravens, if Zay Flowers doesn't fumble that football mm. and oh. the Ravens are on the cusp of playing a Super Bowl, right? And this story comes out the Wednesday, the Thursday before the Super Bowl. What that whole scene, like you'd have had Lamar Jackson getting an MVP last night and all the questions would have been about Zay Flowers, right? Like it would have been like it. It would have been the story. I mean, it would be the story <laughs> in the NFL right now. It would be the story in professional sports in this country, 
if he doesn't taunt a guy, if he doesn't fumble, that alone might have been enough to change the balance of that game. And we'd be looking at this entirely different in terms of a here and now issue, you know what I mean, versus a long view, let things develop. Like, Steve Bashotti would have been making a decision on this yeah. right bleeping now. Oh, yeah. So if he talks, when he talks, what he has to say, how forthcoming the team is or isn't about what they knew internally of this situation, I'll just go back to my experience covering this league, which goes back decades. If everybody in this room knew that there was at least an investigation going on a week ago, eight days ago, the team definitely knew by then. And and the reality is the team probably knew sooner. Mm. The team probably knew the moment question? the moment either of these police uh agencies started any sort of investigation, I guarantee you the team knew in a matter of hours, not days. Without question. And I think that especially with all of the shortcomings and how the organization handled the Ray Rice situation, I think just the word transparency. You know, that's what we kind of need from this organization right now. And it's it's exactly what you said, Jason. This report came in a day after the Texans game, a full week before the AFC championship. When did the team know? What did they know? I, I mean, all of that. I think the transparency needs to be brought forth from their part. I am curious. So so just some hypotheticals here. It, if, she, if, the, if the woman in this case declines to press charges where does this go because i'm i'm not a legal ah, i'm not yeah like like where be, that will that won't do anything to temper the league's desire for more information yeah, about this that's why i'm incident. asking yeah so the league would do their own yes now yeah. whether or not the alleged victim feels compelled to cooperate whether the league takes the right tact in reaching her whether the league tries to bully people yeah. into information or scare people into complying with them you know do they have a bedside manner have they learned anything from the ray rice episode and the greg hardy episode and the first tyreek hill episode and maybe the second tyreek hill episode <laughs> Like, I don't know. I don't know what goes on at the league office. They got a lot of jackholes there. I know that. <laughs> um, but, yes, uh, they will, through NFL security, attempt to learn more about what took place here, even if either or both jurisdiction decides we don't have enough to move forward in trying to prosecute a case here. We don't, we, we don't believe we're going to be able to find – or pursue criminal charges here. Uh, I, if the past is any indication, that would not be enough to deter the league and this team from trying to find out what their player did or didn't do in this instance. Yeah, it's going to be fascinating to see what the next couple weeks bring, like what new information is uncovered. And obviously, if more troubling information is uncovered, then what do the Ravens do? How do they respond to all this? I guess that's, I'm waiting for the other shoot. I would drop. have to yeah. imagine, especially if this initial incident is alleged to have occurred in Maryland and then there's now a separate investigation in Massachusetts, I would have to imagine at some point in time um, the alleged victim gave some sort of account as to what happened. Mm-hmm. Yeah. To, well, one, or, to one or both. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, I don't think it's it's 
super cursory. Like well, I, I would think there would be some depiction of events in her words, whether or not she wants to move forward pursuing yeah, charges or not. Question. I would think there is some existing depiction of one or both, if there are multiple scenes, and what is alleged to have taken place there, at least in some detail. Well, I don't know that there... The way I read it, and maybe I'm wrong, I don't know if there are multiple scenes. I think the incident happened in Baltimore, and then she didn't report it until she got back to Massachusetts, where she's from, is the way I read it. The, includes the police department act in Massachusetts which acknowledged domestic violence incident report related to an incident in Baltimore County. So I think she went back home and then filed a report. At least one of these two police departments, yeah. I would have to believe has some narrative sure. from her yes. as to what transpired between her and Zay Flowers in her own words and I would think it's more than super cursory. Yeah. I would you know what I mean? I, I would think that there was a back and forth and some exchange and some asking of initial questions and then perhaps we reached a point where again at, fr- from her standpoint she's done talking or she doesn't want to move forward with it what have you. Mm-hmm. This became a matter of the police yes. in some way, shape, or form, and one would assume it came from her or yes. someone else who was privy to this interaction. No, I don't think there's any doubt about that. I think it came from her. And there's nothing precluding the Baltimore Ravens from talking to their team employee about it whenever they wanted to. Mm. Completely agree. So this is something that is uh, worth following, unfortunately. It's not the not the kind of stuff we want to follow, but it's something to follow. And where does this go? When we know more, you will know more. We have a huge Friday show, and we're very busy. Cynthia Freeland, NFL Network, joins us from Vegas at 2.30. Ariel Epstein, she's from Fanatics, MLB Network, NBA TV. She joins us from Vegas at 3 o'clock. Wink Martindale, former Ravens defensive coordinator, the new defensive coordinator at the University of Michigan reigning uh, champions, of college football joins us at 3.30. J.J. Cooper, Baseball America, 4 o'clock. Jim Palmer, known to some as Palm. Palm. Uh, he is a Hall of Famer. He's with Mass and he joins at 4.30. And former Oriole manager Buck Showalter, 5 o'clock. Huge show. No place you'd rather be than right here as we continue to look into the Ravens offseason, review uh, what they accomplished this year, and next week... Real stuff starts happening in Sarasota, and we continue to talk to smart people around the baseball world about their expectations from the Orioles, uh, for the Orioles from the ground up, from the minors straight on up to uh, chasing another pennant. Coming up next, though, NFL honors last night, and Lamar Jackson is now a two-time MVP winner. How do we feel about this? Is it a little hollow with what happened in the AFC Championship game? We'll discuss next here on The Fan. Your fever is high, and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on while she's sneezing, coughing, and aching, doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us. Trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues and teas to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect co worker of yours. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. 
Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and the restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. US Q3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. It's an honor. I've been saying that all night, but it is an honor, you know, just to be be amongst the greatest, you know, the greatest of all time, you know, to do stuff like this is incredible. You know, I I never thought I'd be, you know, two-time MVP, you know. If anything, I thought I would have been a Super Bowl winning quarterback by now, you know, but I just thank God for, you know, for whatever, everything he's done for me and my family. Um, but the sky's the limit, you know, the sky's the limit. And I feel like I still have work to prove, um, work, to, work to prove, improve on and, and stuff to prove to um, the naysayers, but I need the naysayers to keep going, you know, keep adding fuel to that fire for me, for me to keep being Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson last night after winning his second MVP, both at, before the age of 27. He just turned 27 in January. He's only the 11th man to win multiple MVPs. The other 10 have either won Super Bowls or championships. Jim Brown, no Super Bowl pre-era. But uh, Lamar Jackson, as a two-time MVP, he's in Vegas, but not for the Super Bowl. So how do we feel about this whole thing? Well, I've got what I guess would be construed as good news for him based on what he just said. There'll, there'll be plenty of naysayers. Yeah. Like, if that's yeah. his fuel, the, yeah. after oh. that playoff performance, yeah. you, they're, they're, they, you, did, you didn't dispel of them. Oh. So they'll be out in full force come September. I mean, look, this is, this is historic. This is um, something that we as lifelong Ravens fans never thought we'd see. I mean, the specter of a Ravens quarterback being a league MVP, let no. alone doing it twice, yeah. having just turned 27, like that, you know, if, if you're familiar with Ravens football, you know, going back to Eric Zier, <laughs> like this, Vinny. This, is, this is a brand new day. <laughs> um, you know, you said before the tease, does it ring a little hollow? I mean, if... I have to think even for Lamar Jackson, it does. Sure. Uh, it was set up to be in the Super Bowl. It was set up so that a C minus C game from him probably is enough to be playing in the Super Bowl. And a C minus C <clears throat> game plan. Yeah, but he only has control so sure, much. Yes. But um, so, yes, I think it has to feel a little hollow for him. Um it doesn't take away from the fact that he's doing things nobody's done before. It doesn't take away from the fact how incredibly well he transitioned to this new offense and took it to heart. How much more, for the most part, him being more empowered by this offense worked in his favor and the whole team's favor. And, like, let's be real, at the end of the day, he didn't have a whole hell of a lot around him. Mm. Nobody's going to be running out with bags of money to throw at Odell Beckham. No, whatever. If they trade Rashad Bateman, I got news for you: it ain't going to be anywhere close to the pick they used in him coming back the other way. Like Nelson Aguilar is going to get a contract like Nelson Aguilar got last year. Might be back. Might be back. Good fit in the room, but you're right. He's not the best weapon on the team. Played half a game, half the season, and didn't even play half the game with the season on the line in the championship game. Mark Andrews, you know what I mean? Like. Mm Likely did some nice things. Just go back and look at the likely numbers. Like it, he had one which you would call really big game. 
And we're looking at a lot of, you know, five for 55. Like, we th- we like Likely. We mm-hmm. think Likely's a good player. Yes. Likely wasn't going out catching 11 of 11 targets for 116 yards and a touchdown to the pylon from 19 out. He was not. Oh, that's a Hall of Famer. I'm fair. just saying. <laughs> this is – but Patrick Mahomes had that guy. Yeah. Yeah. Like – who was the featured running back for this team this year? There was never one. No. Every time you thought it was going to be one, right? Dobbins hurt. at the beginning of the year, and then Gus for a minute, and then Keaton Mitchell, and then he's hurt, and we, then Justice Hill by default. But but we were talking, remember, we do those six-packs, and every Friday, this is the week Keaton Mitchell becomes the lead back. This is the week yeah. Keaton Mitchell becomes the lead back, and then just as it looked like it was happening, he's done for the year. And it's a shame because... You know, even going back to J.K. Dobbins, where it looked like he was going to be the bell cow at running back and then, of course, got hurt in the first game. But, yeah, there's a lot of work to be done. And we talked about the offensive line Offensive line was not great this year. So for him to have won an MVP, like I I just think we can't, you know, the sky is falling in what could have been. And trust me, I, I, I would have liked their chances to beat the 49ers again. And to unmask that quarterback again, Mm -hmm. if they got the opportunity, we'll never know. But that can't throw a complete damper over what Lamar did. And I'll just point out again, when you look at it under context, like, what did he really have? He had him. And he's the like like you put you put another quarterback in this offense, how many games they win? They were scoring thirty two points a game at home. Yeah. They were like blowing who, out like, the division Nobody's winners. going to be clamoring for these guys. Like, yeah. Well, it's, it, that's the testament to Lamar, and that's why he won MVP. And you can go back to the Monday night game. I forget which game in particular, but where Troy Aikman said it, no team asks more from their quarterback than the Ravens do for Lamar Jackson. Like, I just think that's a fact. I think that was Christmas night. Yes. Yeah. I think you're right. Yeah, 49ers. No, I, I, they're like to me, and that's why if the the award is most valuable, he is the literal straw that stirs the entire drink of this offense. Because let's face it, he does not have the the great like there were better names, and it was better than it was in years past. But it still wasn't a great offense around him, and the offensive line, as Jason pointed out, was not as good as it has been in years past. Yeah, I, I again, I don't know. It's kind of the opposite of the defense. The defensive side, all these guys have raised their price tag, mm-hmm. right, and made it increasingly difficult to keep them together. Who, who, like even Zeitler? What's he going to get? He's going to get a one-year deal. He's not getting guaranteed money into the second or third year of this next deal. Like the one-year value might be more than they want to pay, and I get it. But like, I got news for you: if they cut Ronnie Stanley. Ronnie Stanley ain't hitting a home run out there. Mm-mm. Like none of none no. of these guys. Like Gus Edwards, you think Gus Edwards is getting more than three, four million dollars a year? Nah, he's a running back. Like who? J.K. Dobbins. We already. He's going to get two million. Like yeah. who, who? Who? What? What's yeah. Odell getting next year? Seven? Yeah, if that. Yeah. Five with a chance to make seven. Like what? He ain't getting the fifteen. I'll tell you that. That's what it was. That's who he did this with. Coming up next year on the program, let's head out to Las Vegas. Cynthia Freeland there for NFL Network getting ready for Super Bowl 58. She joins us next. 
Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Jason and Tim sit in the bleachers. Hey, Ken sits in his brother's seats behind home plate. Inside Access, 1057 The Fan. We are efforting to get Cynthia Freeland. It is Friday before the Super Bowl in Vegas, and I can just imagine the craziness that is going on out there. Uh, Radio Row. And the, you think Cynthia's going wild? I don't think she's think going she's wild. she's in the Vegas streets? I, I just think there's a lot going on at that uh, convention center at Mandalay Bay right now. Like what? Like just uh, it's, it's very packed, packed with people and a lot of noise and a lot of activity. Crowded. Yes. I saw there. saw a little of it. Uh, They're letting today. people pay money to go in still and like run the halls. Are I they think still so. Doing that? I think Wait, so. What? Oh yeah, like you can buy a pass to come in and like pretty much run around. Mm-hmm. There's Just certain areas that you'd have to have a credential to be like you'd get cordoned off for. But yeah, they start. Dude, they'll make money off anything. Well, These no, guys, 100%. come on. They charge people to go watch the combine. Yeah. Watch the media day. Media How day, do you yeah, even? Yeah, do, what are you day. getting out of sitting yeah. in the stands watching media day? Nothing. Zero. Well, but I mean, just like paying for a premium it, so. membership on a dating app, you get the like same. Like our guy Billy Preston says, y- "Yeah, nothing from, from nothing. nothing. He's nothing. nothing. Yeah, three times zero yeah, yeah. is still zero. Yeah, They're zero. gonna give you three times. Yes, all nothing. the perks. But if three times zero is zero, so well, until we get Cynthia, yeah. let's talk about this game. And it's still. I'm, I just looked at one of the uh, houses. It's still San Francisco minus one and a half, which I find funny because everybody's picking the Chiefs to win this game. Yeah, I mean, look, I'm sure you'll hear a lot between now and the Super Bowl of sharps coming in on the 49ers and 49ers money line and. I understand making contrarian bets, and and look, I do think it'll be a close game, and and I I get some of that. Um, 
But this 49ers team is not playing now like it was in December. It 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 just just hasn't. And I don't think this is an opponent that um is particularly uh advantageous to them winning this game because I I think they can exploit that 49ers defense on the ground. They can exploit that 49ers defense and heavy personnel, the three tight end sets we talked a lot about heading into the championship game here with the Ravens and the Chiefs. Um, The uh, downhill running of Pacheco is going to be a problem. Um, And it's, it's, it's funny. I was talking to, let's just say, somebody who's involved in the Ravens game planning for that championship game. And we were shooting the bull about some stuff related to that game plan and what, how the Chiefs might mimic it. You know, and you know that Spags, obviously, and Harbs, right? Those guys worked for Andy Reid in Philadelphia. Like, there's a lot of overlap. Hey, Spags was here for at least a year. Right. And Joe Cullen, right, was here. Like, so... And the Ravens picked up a couple of tells in pass protection with what Kittle was. They could tell pre-snap between Kittle and McCaffrey which one was staying in to protect and which one was going to run around. And if you go back and look, they, they pressured Purdy on 50% of his dropbacks. Like, they had 25 pressures in that game, the most San Francisco allowed all year, and obviously they unmasked Purdy. And they did some stuff in cover six, disguising some coverages. We talked a lot about that going into that game. Spags can mimic some of that. But this guy also said, you know, like, those dudes are a lot like the Duke Blue Devils of the Christian Leitner Shashevsky days, where they walk in, right, and and they come in like they're the face, to use a wrestling term. And they're all smiles, and they know how to butter up officials. You know what I mean? And everybody loves Andy Reid. And they come in one way, but there's that Jekyll and Hyde. And they also know exactly how to get under your skin. They know exactly how to get you off your game. They know what to say and what to do and how to poke and how to prod. And they do it from experience because they've won this game multiple times. And you haven't. And it's the same thing with San Francisco. And if they could get under Roquan Smith's skin and they could get under Patrick Queen's skin and they could get under Kyle Van Noy's skin, guess what? I think they can get under Dre Greenlaw's skin, and I think they can get under Nick Bosa's skin. Fred Warner. And so there is something to that. Like, they're definitely cognizant in that building that, yes, we recalibrated and we got our stuff back together, but we let them get to us in a, in a way that most people can't. And I think that's one more of many advantages why I like Kansas City in this game. Yeah, and there's championship pedigree. I mean, this is their fourth Super Bowl in five seasons. It's unbelievable. But as we're getting closer to this game, and I'm with you on everything, but as we're getting closer to this game, I almost want to go the other way because everyone's on the Chiefs. I remember yeah. you did that for a yeah. playoff yeah. game, Ken. Like, everyone I took Houston because everybody's taking Cleveland. Yeah, like, I'm, as we're getting closer, I'm almost leaning in that direction because – it really doesn't make any sense. But the, the I think there's a difference is, between sure, yeah, a Houston, a, Brown, yes, a, 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 a compromised Browns yes, team I, with Joe Flacco off the couch in the first round of the playoffs I on agree. the road. I agree. Versus a quarterback and a coach who are fourteen I, and three in the playoffs, who have more playoff experience than the whole field combined, 
and who are going for to become the first team in 20 years to win back-to-back I'm Super Bowls. with you 100%, but, by the way, but the public is just so heavy. Congratulations on. to Joe Flacco, who won Comeback yes. Player of the Year, beating yeah. a guy who came back from death, and that's impressive. Well, I mean, and again, the whole nature of that award, we, we can we can debate, you know, what does it really mean? Why is it really there? Um, it's so open to interpretation. Yes. Um, I'd have voted for the guy who died, but not nothing against Joe. And I, I mean, but again, like this feels weird saying this, but the guy who died barely played. I get and it. And when he did, he played like backup special teams. I get it, but he made it back on a football field. I I, I hear you, but I mean, shouldn't <laughs> we be giving the award to the to the, the people who kept him alive? Then well, then don't nominate the the guy that came back from death if if, if he's if he shouldn't it, like if if did if, you if, have money on Demar Hamlin? No, Vegas I made a lot of people money. did. Yeah, I, a lot I, of people. A lot of people were thinking like. Gee, I did not bet on the honors. I did not watch the honors. I, I, no, I, 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 I followed on Twitter. I, I saw DraftKings kept some receipts. Uh, some guy said DraftKings is giving out free yeah, money. He bet a thousand dollars at four to one. Yeah, he was counting. I hope he didn't spend that four K. Yeah. We know he ain't getting the one K back. I hope he didn't spend the four K before he got it. One more thing on that whole thing. I know we've pivoted off the game here. Yeah, but yeah. but like I. Don't care who Aaron Schatz voted for. I have no like people have animosity for Aaron Schatz because he put Lamar third or whatever. Like this is all subjective. Yeah, like this is not a smear campaign. And and we had him on the show a couple days ago and didn't even really think to ask him about it. But like he's not someone who's doing this for attention. No. Like he's not trying. He's not Stephen A. Smithing this right. This isn't. He he's not jobbing it to use another wrestling term. Like this isn't one of these a holes like yak on me, yak on you. Who's the one for Fox? Bayless. Skip like, Bayless. He's yeah. not doing this for attention. Like the way Skip Bayless is burning a Dak Prescott jersey or whatever. Yeah. Like he, I, I'm sure he spent way more time than he probably should have. Honestly, like. Doing his algorithms on every single guy. Now I do think putting Dak in front of Lamar is a little, yeah. but like, who cares? Who he still cares won. if it was unanimous or not? He still like, won. This the, the idea that Aaron Schatz had this master plan for like to be the one guy in his mind. I'm sure he didn't think he was going to be the only guy because he's trusting his numbers. And his numbers are pointing him in a certain direction. He also pointed out that five people didn't vote Lamar first team all pro. Yeah, but voted. I I had a buddy last night who texted me. He was upset that the Jim Schwartz Mike McDonald vote wasn't closer. I was like, who cares? Who cares? Like, hey, if you want to get riled up about that, yet yeah, you. I, I have a hard time. I, I was watching only murders in the building. Oh, uh, on, on Hulu. Uh, like, it's like good show. Yes, I like. I had no interest. I I looked on Twitter to see who won. I was like, that's great. Yeah, I was not watching. Life's NFL too honors. short yeah. to sit here and get in a furor over how many third place votes he got. <laughs> he <laughs> ran away with the award. Yes, he's a two time MVP. Who cares? Uh, coming up next, we get back to the Orioles. So hopefully we'll be able to catch up with Cynthia a little later. But we'll get back to the Orioles. We had a poll concerning the Orioles also. What are fanatics, Pakoda, Zip saying about the Orioles? We'll reset that next here on The Fan. This is Tony Kornheiser's show. I'm Tony. We expected someone else. So what exactly is the show about? Hmm, I don't know. It's a sports show nominally. Football's over, but we're finally at a point where things matter in college basketball. And baseball season is on deck. Greatest three words in the English language, pitchers and catchers. We have some of the best voices come on and explain what matters or what makes an upset, like Ryan does, <laughs> 9 over 8. No, that's not an upset. No, yeah, it is, Bob. And if you're lucky, I might just tell you about my search for discounted sleep pants or my worries about what my dog just ate. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. 
the similarities here, I think, is we, we see a team that is in its window and ready to make as good of a run as, as fortune will allow us. We see a team that won a division last year that almost the whole team's coming back, and a lot of them are young and hopefully are poised to have even better seasons and take steps forward. And I see us with a good shot to win the division again, as tough as our division is, a good shot to win the division again in 2024. And we want to support that. We want to push chips in. This is the ideal position to, to augment this team at if we could find a frontline starter. And when the opportunity presented itself, we didn't hesitate. That's Mike Elias, reigning executive of the year, who joined us earlier this week talking about his expectations for this year and uh, with the addition of Corbin Burns. And, Bone, we did put up a poll yesterday. We did. We're all still buzzing from the Orioles sales news and Corbin Burns trade and pitchers and catchers report next week. So we asked Birdland, what are your expectations for them now? How far should they go? Got still have about an hour left if you want to hop in and vote. IA1057, the fan, is how you find it on Twitter. About 350 votes in, 34.6% ALCS, 24 or 27% make the series, 24.4% World Series or bust, 14% just make the playoffs. Hmm. Well, first and foremost, and I, I have not checked these numbers since yesterday, so they, they may have moved again yeah. for some yeah. ungodly reason. You I, never know what happens overnight I have them up inside right now. the algorithms at Pocota and Fangraphs. I have them up. But they're looking... Last I wrote down, about 86, 87 wins for the Orioles. Dude, fan graphs have regressed again. It went down by 0.4 wins. Now it's 84.6 for the Orioles. I wish you could bet those markets. I wish I could bet that on a daily. Every time it moves, I wish I could bet it again. Like, go to fan graphs and fade them through their website. Yeah, here's 50 bucks if they get 85 wins again. It could really be a bit. Just day by day. I think Pakoda stayed stable, yeah. made it through the night. Six point seven. There was no no wavering yeah, in Pakoda's no projection. Zips for either for, way, they're going over that. Yeah, <laughs> zips for the stake of argument. It's just from a Dan Zimborski article, which he's going to join us next week. So it's hanging steady. He's got him winning the division at ninety wins it, and uh, they zips for their to their credit have the Orioles with the most wins in the American League. 90 wins is the most wins in the American. Yeah, he's got That's the crazy. Orioles at 90. There's got to be uh, a log jam between 86 and 89. Guardians and Twins winning the Central or tied at Central at 85. And the Astros at 89 winning the West currently as they enter spring training. Um, regardless, we, we all think they're going to win 90-some games. And yeah. I, I really don't care if they win 101 or 102 or whatever. Hey, I care that they win enough to get in the playoffs. And I care more than that even that they when they do. That they went around and, mm-hmm. and we get ourselves that to they're the more ch- prepared for the postseason. Yeah, that we get ourselves to the ALCS. I I, I want to see um, a much more proactive trade deadline. I think bar is real low to clear, and I think they'll clear it with ease. Um, yeah, I I'm. It's hard not to be bullish on this team, and and even if there is some regression, right? Like Santander might slip a little bit again, like. What he hit thirty home runs a couple years ago. I don't. I don't know. He's going to hit thirty home runs this year. Um, he's been a little injury prone, right? Maybe he plays in fewer games. Like, do I think Austin Hayes is going to be starting in an All Star game again? I. Mm. I personally don't. In mm. center field. Yeah. Um, I think there could be some regression there. Uh, like O'Hearn, you know what I mean? Yeah, like people are going to look differently at O'Hearn this yeah. year. Like, is that going to be the same? 
Go bullpen. I mean, Danny Coulomb, Yanir Cano, and look, Cano was absolutely unhittable for the first couple months where there was obvious, obviously going to be regression, but are they both going to... But then I would counter it by saying... Ceno Perez going to be better this year than he was for most of last year? We'll uh, see. Yeah, I think Ceno Perez is pretty good. But, yeah, but, but for most of last year, he wasn't. He was bad until June, yeah. and then from that, then they gave him a week off yeah. after he got shelled at Wrigley, and then he was unhittable mm. the rest of the year. Uh... Do we think Jackson Holiday is going to give him more at second base than uh, Frazier did last year? Mm. I feel pretty bullish yeah. about that. Do we think Gunner's going to have an even better year? I do. Uh, do we think Adley could be a little more consistent than he was last year and drive in a few more runs? I do. Do we think Cedric Mullins could have a better year than last year? Yeah, because he was awful the second half. I was hurt. He was awful. Uh, so I, I think a lot of that can sort of offset and and um the starting pitching i mean if you're telling me you're going to get 30 starts out of corbin burns and let's say 22 out of means uh <laughs> then yeah i think starting pitching can be a hell of a lot better than last year which would help if there is going to be some bullpen regression I also feel like, and I'll say again, I, I do feel like there needs to be a veteran bat in this lineup because show me the example of a team that has done it all young. We, we, we had John Schmoltz on uh, right before the, the playoffs started, and we talked about that Braves team, and they were all young except they had Terry Pendleton and they had Sid Bream, and Terry Pendleton won an MVP in Atlanta. Like You look at these teams with the young cores, and there are veterans. The Yankees, when they came up with those guys, they had veterans that they brought in. Like I do feel there needs to be a guy in this mix that has that has really been there before, not the Adam Frazier uh, uh, and I can who was the Rugnet Odor, yeah, Rugnet Odor, <laughs> or the pitcher last year, and, and why is his name escaped me? Yeah, Kyle Gibson, like a real guy in the lineup that has actually been there, and these guys can look up to. Well, I I didn't get the impression from having Michael Elias on the other day that that he was really there, right? No, I think it's I more about figuring out the Rubik's cube of lefty righty bats between second and third base between Mateo and Ramon and Holiday and Westberg. Um, I think that's where they're at. I agree that by the deadline, it's it's going to be um, a pretty obvious move. And and like who knows? Like maybe they try Mateo in this super utility role, and he's booting balls in the outfield. Maybe they go out and get. Isn't Adam Duvall still out there? Mm, I think he is right now. I think he is too. Yeah, he's out there. Yeah. Maybe they do something like that, or maybe they go get Whit Merrifield and let him be the super utility yeah. guy. He can play infield and outfield. I don't think they're there now. I think some of these spring training games may get that going. And some of those dudes might still be out there even when the season starts. I don't know. Nobody else seems to be in a, a hurry to, no. to sign these other guys. No, they are not. I I just I'm a, I love everything Mike Elias has done and I I I will ride with him save for what he did at the deadline last year but I would like a I think you need a guy in that lineup that that has play, real playoff experience to help these guys a little bit to get them over the hump not that I don't like these guys like they and I'm a huge we were going to talk about Heston Kerstad yesterday but the whole Zay Flowers thing yeah. blew up I'm a huge fan of Heston Kerstad and I think he can do some special stuff but I do think there needs to be a guy in this lineup that that has that has some postseason experience. That's just me. Yeah, I I don't disagree. Hey, coming up next, we go. We hope to go out to Vegas because the last time we tried to go out to Vegas, there were some problems. But hopefully, I talked to Ariel earlier today. She said she was good to go. Ariel Epstein, Fanatics, MLB Network, NBA TV. We'll get her best bets next here on the Fan.
Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven! Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details.